G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, over the past couple of years, we have been following along the issue of a court case against Kiralee Smith, an outspoken advocate on the issue of halal certifiers in Australia. Of course, uh, her organisation, Halal Choices, has been really right at the centre of all sorts of controversy uh, because of an uh, Islamic organisation that took her to court and uh, said she shouldn't be saying those things. Well, there is some good news. There is an agreement to end a long-running legal dispute in a mediation session on Monday. Kiralee Smith joining us to talk about some of those things that have happened. Hello, Kiralee. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thank you for having me. Well, Kiralee, let me say, and uh, you can clarify this, but an absolute congratulations because this must be an incredible relief for you to know that uh, this court case that was a dispute brought against you uh, has ended in mediation and therefore a lot of the pressure is off. How are you feeling? I am feeling absolutely and utterly relieved and very happy with the outcome. And I imagine that listeners to our conversation, some will have been your supporters and they'll be sharing that relief too because it's not just you. You've had all sorts of people who have gathered around and have been a real backstop, have been supporters, have been financial supporters because it's been a costly exercise. Uh, how do you feel about those who've been supporting you all this time? Oh, I would never be able to find the words to express my gratitude, Neil. They have been incredible people. Uh, we've had you know, everything from pensioners giving $5 a month right through to you know people of more means being able to give more money. But uh, it's just been so encouraging that everyone has taken this up as a burden shared. Nobody has ever uh, expected me to carry it all on my own. They've understood my circumstances. Uh, many have given financially, but it is also the prayers and the words of encouragement that continually, you know, just help me to get on with each day and to know that this was it never about hurting someone or, or bringing someone down. It's it is purely and solely about speaking the truth and exposing uh, Australians to what's actually happening in this industry. Of course, you come from a solid Christian foundation in what you do and some of the groups that you're a part of, not necessarily always flying a Christian banner, but there is a certain sense in which your own uh, motivations have come from your own faith and you've been concerned about the way that halal has been like a tax on Australian citizens, a tax that's not rightly uh, set there and we ought not to be paying. Uh, the battle doesn't finish, does it? You've got other initiatives and things that you're going on with because uh, you're continuing to talk about this whole issue of halal choice. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's always been my intention to provide information for consumers, companies and the government so that they can make informed decisions when it comes to uh, the halal fees and practices that are going on in this country. And my main goal, which has uh, partially been achieved, was to get the Senate inquiry, which happened in 2015. 
And uh, through that six-month inquiry, the government, with bipartisan support, agreed that there needs to be some very serious changes and uh, the issues need to be addressed. Now, the recommendations that came through from that Senate inquiry have still not been implemented by this coalition government. They are coming up with excuses or completely ignoring the facts in most cases. But I'm committed to seeing this through, as are... Uh, you know, high-profile politicians like Senator Cory Bernardi and George Christensen MP who are very committed to seeing the very reasonable, as I said, bipartisan recommendations implemented by that inquiry. It's interesting timing that this mediation has happened this week because those recommendations have been tabled this week too and there are a lot of commentators who are saying that those recommendations indicate that the government might not be planning to change uh, Section 18C, and we're talking about the racial discrimination uh, legislation, Uh, you're saying that that battle is going to continue on because uh, that's a battle yet to be won. Yes, well, it is a slightly different. We were Our court case was before the Supreme Court as a defamation case, which is separate to 18C, but I do think and I have been an outspoken advocate for repealing 18C because they are, you know, somewhat tied together, but we weren't directly affected by the 18C uh, outcomes. But it is very disappointing that the, the, the most, that inquiry that's been tabled hasn't reached any definitive conclusion and there's still a lot of work to be done there. Uh, coming back to your own case uh, and resolved through mediation on Monday, uh, if you reflect on, and I, I think it is a couple of years at least, isn't it? This case has been running. Two years. Yes, two years. More than two years, yes. Uh, let's talk about uh, the sort of exposure that has been gained because of the case. I mean, there are obviously a downside to uh, the things that have happened and uh, the pressure that you've been under, but it's also given a tremendous exposure to what's been happening with uh, the halal tax. Yes, it certainly has. And and much of that exposure has been good and very positive and has allowed us to address the actual issues. Unfortunately, some in the media like to focus on things that are not the issue and try and make them the issue. So there is a lot of uh, regret on both sides of where the conversation went uh, a lot of the time. Uh, However, I am very pleased that we were able to um, shine a light, I guess, on what's happening in the industry and we will, will keep doing that. If we talk about the Islamic organisation that took you to court for defamation and the timing of this mediation and resolving the case, uh, is it, do you think, because there is a debate coming that is more serious about Section 18C and uh, Islamic organisations didn't want this particular case continuing because of its similarities to the sorts of legislation that's going to be debated? Uh, look, it, it really didn't come up, Neil, and I'm not, I'm unable to talk about the specifics of our mediation, unfortunately. Okay, no, that's all fine. So uh, the battle continues. Uh, Halal Choices website, uh, people can still go there. There are all sorts of new postings, uh, new resources, new information to be able to arm yourself and to understand the issues to do with Halal. Uh, how's that uh, website going? Is it still functioning as well as it always has? Well, it's still functioning. It certainly does require some updates. And uh, as most people understand, I've been quite consumed with preparation for the court case. So uh, in the in the coming weeks and months, we will make sure that that's updated. So some, some of the products have changed their halal certification status, which is great. Many of them have dropped 
their halal status. Um, so need to be moved from one list to the other and uh, that will be undertaken in the coming weeks. So by all means, visit halalchoices.com.au and uh, there's some great information that has remained the same throughout. Uh, so you can start getting familiar with those things and people can contact me through that website if they have any specific questions. And Kiralee, when you've been in a court case like the one you've been in, a lot of your time is consumed uh, with looking after the details, with responding uh, to all sorts of uh, times when there are hearings. Uh, you're going to be freed from a lot of that now. Is this a, a certain part of the celebration that uh, you're going to be free from uh, all of that hard work in that sense and be able to devote that time to the other uh, projects and initiatives that you've got on the boil? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just so thrilled. My family is so thrilled. Uh, you know, I, I live almost 400 kilometres from the court, uh, the New South Wales Supreme Court, so it was very different, uh, sorry, difficult just the logistics of uh, appearances in court or meeting with my legal team and the other defendants also came from all around Australia. So it is a massive relief for us in terms of time and expense. And, uh, yeah, and just that headspace of, of preparation. So now we can, as you say, really direct our abilities and our resources to having a respectful and vigorous debate about the place of halal fees and practices in Australia and the broader Islamic issue in Australia. Kiralee, just focusing on the cost of a two-year court battle, uh, nobody wins in this sort of thing apart from the lawyers. Uh, but the estimate of how much it might have cost financially to go through this process, have you got any estimates as to how much that dollar figure might be? Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's It's been around half a million in legal fees over the two years. That's only covered up until what we've done. So had it gone to trial, it would have been double that. No, no problems whatsoever. So it's been very difficult to do that. Uh, I certainly don't have the ways or means to have defended thus far and that's where I've said my, our supporters, the Q Society, other groups and individuals who have contributed have just been an essential part of this process and we are so grateful to their support. And no doubt uh, you'll be asking supporters to continue their support in some form or other because uh, the battle does continue and uh, highlighting these issues, very important for Australian society and for those who hold to a Christian ethos, a Christian sense of values and who are in fact uh, concerned about uh, the rise of uh, Islam, uh, of halal tax uh, on Australian people, uh, these sorts of things are going to be important into the future as well. Yes, they are, Neil. And look, I've had an increasing number of Christian refugees in Australia who are being told that they're racist, that they are uh, divisive for sharing their stories of, and their experience of what they've fled uh, in other countries. They're here in Australia. They're now facing the same intimidation and threats. And I really feel it's important for my place in this as well is to share their stories. And and that is my heart's desire, is to be a voice for those voiceless ones and to keep highlighting these issues for their sake as well as our own. Well, Kiralee Smith, another congratulations. Uh, it is a good outcome that there has been resolution in mediation over the court case that's been running now for more than two years. So I'll point people to halalchoices.com.au. Kiralee Smith, thanks so much for giving us an update today here on 2020. Thank you so much for having me, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.